So welcome to This is the Good Part, a podcast where we can have some girl time and talk about how to have confidence and influence as women of all ages in our lives, homes, and relationships. It's not always easy and we can feel unqualified, but Jesus just calls us to choose the good part, which is sitting at his feet and learning his ways. I'm Megan. And I'm Steph. And today we're talking about when you are in the waiting from the book Taylor Made by Pastor Alex Seeley. Also joining us today is Pastor Jessica Hogan. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Hello. Thank you for having me back. You're a yeah, seasoned veteran. <laughs> Is that what happens after two episodes? Yes. <laughs> hey, it's a new podcast. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so like I said, today we're talking about the the waiting mm-hmm. and when you're in that season of, you know, you felt like you knew that there was a promise or a dream or whatever, and it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she did a really good job kind of laying it out in the book of um, what her story looks like. And we were kind of having that discussion pre-show of this book is a really great story. It's like a memoir essentially of what she's gone through and, and been through, but it's so relatable. Yeah. Once you dig through um, some of the pieces that may or may not apply to you and you get to like the nitty gritty of, of her heart in the book, it's, it's so good. Yes. There's so many good pieces that you can pull out. And I like how she has recognized all of the areas and stages of her life and how it's like brought her closer to God or brought her closer to, you know, what her purpose is. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us ladies ask that question and I think... I do think that that's where this podcast came from is like, what is my purpose? What is my calling? What, you know, what am I to have confidence in? What, what do I do as a, as a woman, as a leader? Mm -hmm. Um, And how do I operate in that? So she does a really good job of, of seeing the full picture because we can get caught in the weeds. Yeah. Easy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... I guess let's let's dive in. Let's hey, you know what's something that we didn't do before our podcast that we normally do? What's that? We didn't pray. Ah, oh, you're right. So maybe we should just take a quick second. Mm, that's good. Uh, Father God, I pray that you would just focus our hearts, God, that you would just um, help us to speak life into the people that are going to hear and listen to this podcast. God, I pray that you would just um, guide us. Lord, we just love you. We lift you up. We give you all the glory with this time today. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Steph. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the scripture we're breaking down today is Isaiah forty thirty says, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And when you're in, like I said, that season of waiting, I think you need that reassurance that, uh, you know, your strength isn't your own. Right. And that definitely was something I wrestled with this week of, like, I have no strength left in my body, God. Like Mm -hmm. I, (laughs) what you have for me, I need that because I cannot. And uh, scripture like this, just it sustains you. And um, I think there's something so powerful in in the recognizing that it isn't all up to us, that uh, God sees us wherever we're at. Yeah. Like we said, he knows where to find us. Right. Right. Megan, can you dive in a little bit deeper as to what you mean mm. about this week? <laughs> are you pulling are you pulling a me? It's <laughs> like tell me tell us more. Um yeah, so I had a scary incident this week where my son got really hurt 
And, um, you know, it just like, it wrecks you as a mom, mm-hmm. but it does wreck you on so many layers of like, you know, but God, but, but, you know, you were supposed to, or you should, yeah. or, um, and I know we're even going to talk about some of this stuff later. Like, I think Pastor Alex said in the book, like, Lord, I'm your faithful servant. Mm. Like I give my life for you. So, mm-hmm. so why do the, why do bad things get to happen? I thought I was protected mm-hmm. <laughs> when it never says that. And that's not the case. And, um, you know, when you run on your own strength, you're going to get really burned out. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for asking about that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when we go through those pressure, it pressures, it reveals what's really inside of us. Mm-hmm. And the enemy is desperate to attack and destroy us. Yeah. That's yeah. truth. Yeah. Can I just, uh, real quick, sorry. I got to sit with Megan while she was going through some of this um, with her son. And the thing that struck my heart so much, and that's kind of this, like, what's actually inside of us. Mm-hmm. The thing you kept repeating to your sweet little baby is, Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves you. So when you're in the, the depths of despair, that's what poured out of you. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to pour out of me. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. I didn't even yeah. like realize yeah. that. Yeah. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's really cool, guys. Wow. Yeah. What you put in in times of peace comes out in times of panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Your true character comes out in the times of crushing. Totally. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it means. What the enemy is meaning for evil. Mm-hmm. God uses for good. Yeah. He's going to work it for good. Uh, even though some of those things do happen. Yeah. Because again, if the enemy can get in your space just close enough to like derail you, distract you, to cause something to happen, uh, you know, no, God's not doing that to you, but God's like, watch me redeem this. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you'll let me. Yep. If you don't let me in, I can't do anything about that. Right. Yeah. Have you gone through anything, Jessica? Um, Anything recently... Are you thinking of something? No. Okay. Not really. Not a place. <laughs> Except one tag. I just felt like you had something because you were like, yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Know it's, just, sure. it's just like I've been told that so many times and got to see it. Like, yeah. like what you put inside of you will come out during the hard times. And it was just so evident what you had been putting mm. inside of you that came out during those times. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. Because it could be... A, it could easily be the opposite, right? Like mm-hmm. if if we're in that, uh, even the funk where you're just like, I don't feel like pressing in. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it feels too difficult and challenging sometimes to go into those places mm-hmm. of um, spiritual growth and in relationship with Jesus. You stay like on the surface, on the outside of the bubble, right? Yeah. Uh, then when this stuff happens, it's just like, that would be devastating. Yeah. Um, there's an episode of The Chosen where something happens to one of the disciples. I think I talked about this already. I and know. I feel like I did on a podcast. <laughs> something happens to one of the disciples and he's just like, he's angry with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I am your faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would you let something happen? I'm walking with you. I'm living with you. Mm-hmm. I was gone from my home and you let something happen to my family. And one of the other disciples says to him, you know, this would have happened to you regardless, but now yeah. you have Jesus. You, If that had happened to you and you weren't following Jesus, you would have had no one to turn to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, 
that's that's really what it means. To yeah, just in those it into his hands, right? In those times of wandering, when you don't feel that God is with you, when you when you can't hear God speaking, what are you what are you chasing after? Are you still seeking Him when mm-hmm. you're in the desert? Are you wandering around with your arms up and staring at the sky and saying, why me? What? Mm -hmm. I I can't hear you. Are you pursuing? Are you seeking after the word of God? Because although you can't or you may not hear God right now, you will hear his still small voice in the moments to come. But you need to be pouring that into yourself. Yeah, that's really good. And when you say the wilderness in the desert, what does that look like? Like, what does that look like for you, a time where you've been in the wilderness or desert? Oh, well, I feel like I, I feel like a broken record. That took a while to get out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded a bit like a broken record. <laughs> I, um, but for me, it's, um, it's been medical stuff. You know, I've dealt with a chronic illness since I was 15. And I, I feel like I would be climbing up to almost healed and getting so close. And then I would have seasons of just straight illness. And I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't see anything other than what I was in. And so um, if I didn't spend those times before that or didn't spend those times while I was in such despair chasing after Jesus, I feel like I could have been stuck there. I could have gotten um, stuck in this place without hope. Yeah. And hope is really what got me through all of those times. Hope that the healing would come. Hope and, mm-hmm. and the knowing that Jesus was at my side. And although... Uh, it didn't look like what I wanted it to yeah. look like. He was still there with me. Um, even if the outcome isn't what we wanted, God is still good all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, it's hard. Like, I don't have a specific thing where it's like, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I've had, like, generalized anxiety for, like, my whole life. And it's yeah. like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, that's not a... I can't point to something. Right. It's just like that low-grade fear, alarms going off all the time. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, there's a time where I thought like, well, this is just like my my lot in life. You know, I just mm. have the alarms going this off all the, the time. This is the thorn in my side. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah, and it's just like, like I've seen, it's something I've prayed about. I've been coming to church for seven years. I've been praying about it for seven years. And I just feel like even recently, like God's been helping me let go of it. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to talk about because I'm like, there's not a, like a thing, an event, a illness. It's like just. Has, have there been times where it's worse than other times? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And th- those can kind of be your, your wilderness seasons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I've been walking around this same tree for <laughs> how long? Yes. Right. Like, I'm still here. Uh-huh. And I think we just get so frustrated because we're like, why Why can't I move on? Mm-hmm. Slash, why isn't God moving me on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that, like, tension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know? And when you read about, you know, them, the Israelites wandering in the mm-hmm. wilderness, like, there's times when you have the whole picture where God's turning them back around because they missed something. And they're like, we're going the wrong way. Like, and you're, I already saw that breadcrumb. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and they like they won't do it. Yeah. And it's like no, like I'm leading you to freedom. They're like, but that's the wrong. I'm just gonna stay right here because you're going the wrong way. Uh, yeah. But like when you have yeah. the full picture, it makes it so much easier to see. But when you're just trusting, like okay, I'm going backwards, but it's also forward. Yeah. That's hard. It is hard. So thank God there are stories like that in the Bible that can yes. remind us and be our guide. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That's good. Uh, I also wrote down, God is far more interested in who we are than what we do. So we tend to want the fast track, but God wants us to focus on Him and cleaning out our hearts. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes those those seasons, they're not meant to be our, our punishment, but mm-hmm. our refinement. Yeah. Uh, it's our chance to to really dive in, to start pouring things in, in you know, fill in the cracks. Yeah. The Jesus loves you cracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that is your time to to buckle down and essentially prepare. You're not in the battle, you're in the wilderness. Yeah. So, so start focusing on some of that stuff because you don't know where God's going to, he's going to take you somewhere yeah. when you're ready though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's time to fatten up. Mm-hmm. Fatten up. On the manna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the manna again. Not the manna again. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we went there too many times. Uh, um, yeah. I wrote down, um, God wants our hearts before he wants our service. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. is your heart right with God? Before you can do things and say they're in the name of God or say that they're to glorify God, is your heart in the right spot? Yeah. And if it's not, how do you get it there, Megan? Um, you, you have to do some soul searching, you know, like when your head hits the pillow at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, really ask yourself some tough questions. And here's the scariest part. You have to be willing to look at the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be honest. There was a time uh, we were fasting as a staff a couple years ago. And I felt like God said to me, in fact, I know God said to me. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Jesus. He said, your, your steps have been faithful, but not deep. Ooh. And I was like, dagger. <laughs> You're like, that's rude. That's not very nice. <laughs> Don't want to hear that one again. Uh, so are you willing mm-hmm. to look in the mirror? And yeah. at first I was like, I realized what, you know, I realized what I was up against here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to look at that in the eyes and face it. But I really don't want to. Yeah. I know. I love that you said that though. Like look in the mirror. Cause how many times do we put on this like facade mm. for the people around us yep. or like, especially for the people at church. Yep. Like, I'm great. Everything's great. My right. life is great. Um, but you have to be willing when you're alone, when you're in the like the mm-hmm. quiet places to yep. be honest and get real. Yeah. Because if you don't invite God into those places, then you're going to be stuck there. You're not going to be able to move forward. Exactly. And I was in a season of chasing my own tail. Yeah. What is my purpose? What is my calling? What am I to do? And God's like, yo, stop. Yeah. <laughs> look, look. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're being faithful. You're being good, but you're not, you're not trying to go deeper. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. until you're willing to go there, I can't take you anywhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. Got it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Uh, So you guys tried to force God's hand. Would you consider yourself patient or are you kind of like, yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm sick of this. Like, I want something different. Yeah. I think... um 
I've I've had really good plans for myself that I've like <laughs> tried to talk God into. Yes. I'm like, I have it all worked out. Like, I'm sure you I have see, a plan. I've got I one too. You're doing this exact prayer. Like, I'm sure we're both going to the same place. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, oh, it's always yeah. It ends up being comical. Yeah. When you have a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the PowerPoint that you're showing God. Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. First we're gonna do. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm not a patient person. I have a hard time waiting. Mm-hmm. That's always like the the prayer I'm afraid to pray Ooh. for patience. Like yeah. even just saying that right now, I'm like, no, I wasn't really praying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know God doesn't give you patience. He puts you in situations to build your patience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's also like what you were saying earlier, like praying to have your heart revealed, like revealing me what I need to work on. Gosh, those yeah. are some of the scariest things to pray. It's yeah. true. That's The refining process oh. is not pretty. No. It's messy. Yeah. And why do we think that like it's only messy for us but not for other people? Right. Like, well, mm. it would never happen to Steph because she's perfect. So she doesn't go through refining. You know, it's just me. She that was has born to deal refined. With. <laughs> yeah, born <laughs> refined. Oh my gosh. Unbiblical. Uh, <laughs> fake news. Fake news. <laughs> you go through a lot of this stuff and you think that like, okay, it's just me. I'm just so impatient and no one else has to struggle with this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which is just not true. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Steph? Do you consider yourself patient? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. You know what's funny though is, um, so like way back when I used to work in childcare um, with like little toddlers, you know? And every time I would come home from work or whatever, my mom would be like, you're so patient with them. You're so good with them. And now, now later on, like, even with my own kids, sometimes I'm like, I have no patience. I have none. It's all gone. I used it all up. (laughs) But, uh, you know, that's obviously not how it works. I, um, I too am afraid to (laughs) the prayer of, uh, because, um, it's just hard. I've been through a lot of situations in my life where I've had to be patient, Mm. like had no other option. Mm. Like there's things that I couldn't like with Bo having to be gone for a long period of time. Yeah. Or like I had to be patient. Mm-hmm. There was no other option. It was Couldn't like- call up the military? <laughs> be like, hey, actually <laughs> ship them home. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I guess in maybe in forced situations where I have no other choice but to be patient. Sure. Right. Sure, I'm patient. Right. Look at me, I'm great. Mm-hmm. But, but in the real like depths of my spirit, am I patient? No. Yeah. I also have a plan. I have a, a PowerPoint. I have an Excel Timeline. spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. I've got it all. I've presented it to God. And every time I do, he throws it out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but that it's, was cute. Yeah. He does. He does. <laughs> I know. And you start to think back historically because it, it's also like, okay, so how did I get this far? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think back through some of the things in my life and I'm just like, man, am I glad that my plans mm. did and not work out. For real. You know? I and, yeah. I was supposed to go away to college, right? So like I got accepted. It was like a big deal because mm-hmm. I was the first one in my family. Yeah. And um, then I was too sick to go. My parents wouldn't let me mm. leave yeah. the city. And so then I had to stay here and go to like tech school. And then I met Bo. Mm-hmm. Like six months later. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, 
Thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, those six months were yeah. probably like, yeah, this is so dumb. Some of the worst yeah. that you had been through that far. You right. know, like felt like your life was crumbling around you. For oh. real. Everyone's moving forward and here I am stuck. Yes. Mm. But yeah. you weren't. Yeah. That's the thing. You're not, you're not stuck. Mm-hmm. You're right where God wants you to be. Absolutely. If you are, and we'll talk about some of these things too, but if you're, if you're doing what you know God has called you to do and told you to do, which maybe you're like, I don't know what my calling is. Don't worry about that. Your your calling is to focus on Jesus. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing that, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Pastor Sonny says it a lot. Do the next right thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is the next right thing for you? And like, just start moving in little tiny baby steps and that it builds. The momentum starts to build and you, you start to feel like the ball's rolling faster at first. No, it does not feel like it's moving. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But slowly but surely, right? Uh, Pastor Alex Seeley talks about worshiping through the waiting period because he's perfecting you and refining you. Mm -hmm. So that's something else. Worship. Yeah. Do the next right thing, but also worship God when you're in that season. And just like, not for you, but for him. Right. For his glory. It's not always about what he's doing in your life. It's about what he's already done. And Pastor Dallas talked about this on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Go listen to that message if you haven't. Mm -hmm. So what is... Like worship is more than singing in church on Sunday morning. Like what does it look like for you guys to worship? That's good. Steph, you go first. I mean, you know. The worship worship leader. Pastor over there. Um, Yeah. What is worship outside of worship on a Sunday morning? It's being um, devoted in, in the moments where I'm studying my Bible. It's like full concentration and dedication to the Lord and not letting the things that are around me distract Mm me. Um, Being a mother of three and a wife and a working mom, like so many things can come before that. So worship for me is, um, it's getting my heart right with God, spending time in his word, spending relationship time with him, having conversation with him. So Mm -hmm. good. Um, Yeah. Yeah, every little thing can be done in worship. You're mm-hmm. so right. To mm-hmm. the Lord. Yeah. Every small, teeny, tiny, whatever you did today. Like, if you had to go to the gas station and fill up gas and the thing wasn't working for your credit card and you stomped in, do it Do it with a posture of worship, though. And, like, talk to somebody that maybe you would have been upset with mm-hmm. two minutes before, but talk to them with grace and kindness. Yeah. You're worshiping God. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's it's every little little tiny thing that you do. And I think uh, when I had this realization a couple of years ago, maybe a couple months ago, I don't know. I but whatever. <laughs> That's time, a big difference. Some point in my life. <laughs> Some point. <laughs> I, why do I say stuff like that? Uh, but I do anyway. <laughs> welcome to Megan's world. Um, I realized like if I'm living in a posture of worship during the week, then when I come in on Sunday, it's not like, oh, I needed one worship song to rev me up. So I'm yeah. ready to like really mm-hmm. get into worship because I've been worshiping mm-hmm. always. So good. It's, it's like, good. It's like on the tip of your tongue, yes. you know, where it's like, oh, finally. And it's more of the like, ah, worship on Sunday is just like the, it's the ultimate expression. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, ah, oh, finally, just kind of throw it all up there, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, throughout the week, you're just, you're building and building and building. So yeah, I had that realization a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. sometimes when I have a Sunday where I'm like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling worship today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, 
Yeah. It's not, it's not that they're playing the wrong songs. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's convicting. I feel like for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Steph's like, oh, it's not that good. <laughs> I feel like for me, it's like being tuned into Jesus. Yeah. Like, like I think of it as like a radio station. Like sometimes I'm listening to the wrong thing. Yeah. And if we walk into church already tuned in yeah. and listening and speaking to him, like you can walk into worship yes. ready to dance or something. I don't know. <laughs> dance. Get your ribbons out, girls. <laughs> don't. Let's flags. I'm sorry. You know, don't. <laughs> that you, if you do, that's you. If you, uh, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, mm-hmm. it is, again, you have to do that heart check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be willing to face the answer. Yeah. Even though, just, just say, I, Lord, I am willing to face the answer. Mm. That is bold. Or even the waiting, willing to face the waiting. I'm willing, willing to worship when you're waiting on the answer. Yeah, that's good. That's it. Because sometimes for me, the yeah. waiting is harder than getting the answer. Like yes. I'd rather get the no and move on than same than not oh, have the answer. You know, okay. 100%. So I would nod and be like, "Yeah, that's me too." But actually, I don't think that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, if I really thought about it, I think. Um, for me, like the hope that and mm. the hope that it's something good could happen is my like that's mm. my safe place. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, yay! I because mm. I a, a fear of mine for a very long time, and I've just worked through this recently, is making God look bad. Mm. So I'm like, if He doesn't do the thing that I've been praying for, if He doesn't heal me, if He doesn't bless me in this way, then I'm gonna make God look bad. Then it's going to be something that, um, you know, like I've done something so God can't perform the miracle that he had for me. But that is so false. Mm. It has nothing to do with what what I can do to earn whatever I'm hoping for. It has everything to do with God's timing, God's will, God's grace. Yeah. And um, yeah, no matter what, you're not going to make God look bad. No. Like nothing that you do can make God look bad. Oh. God is glorious and magnificent and nothing that we do here on this earth will change his reputation with the angels. I promise you that. That's good. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, we don't have to make God look good. Like you don't have to mm. sell God to right. somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I carried that for a long time. Like I need to talk to the person in the grocery store line about Jesus and I have to make it sound so good, <laughs> you know? And uh, no, it's actually not your job. Yeah. Y- you know, yes, you should. Yeah minister and and share your evangelize and evangelize there you go there's yeah. a word and uh talk to people about jesus but it's not your job to like present him as the big shiny stuff like the holy spirit's gonna do the work in yes. them for mm-hmm. you uh, jesus is gonna convince them mm-hmm. i uh, sometimes i think that like i don't think this person oh, they're just never going to like Jesus because mm-hmm. they're so different or they're into they're and so I, hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like worry about that. But I'm like, that's so silly. Like God created them. Of course they yeah. need Jesus. Of course they would turn to him. They just need to know him. And I can't give them everything that they need to know, mm-hmm. right? I had this thought the other day. I wanted to invite somebody to church, but I knew what we were talking about on Sunday <laughs> And I was like, ah, that might offend them. Mm. Like, I w- wait for a different Sunday to come to that. church. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, wanting to make him look good and perfect. And sometimes the good and perfect is hard to hear. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But 
his word is truth. And at the end of the day, we're all searching for truth. Yeah. And we want truth. Yeah. And if even if we've gone the complete uh, different opposite direction, like his words are still true. And we have to come back and, and rest on that. Yeah. So, yeah. And to kind of, to, to pull it back in, when you're in those, in those seasons, you need to remember that. His word is still true. Mm-hmm. Those promises, those things that he was speaking to me that I felt like, um, you know, I felt like it was my destiny to be a mom and I can't get pregnant. God, where are you? Mm. You told me I was going to be a mom and I'm not. And like, what's going on, right? Or or God, I felt like you called me into uh, ministry or you called me into a certain job and it's not happening and I'm at Dairy Queen. And like, what is, God, are you there? And then I feel like it's those times where you feel like I'm not hearing from God or I'm questioning his character yeah. entirely. Yeah. Right? Um, Just a disclaimer, we love Dairy Queen. But we've- really Shout out did. Dairy Queen. <laughs> Jesus is definitely there. That's right next to our building. <laughs> How many times have we- I'm, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they know our order. Okay, yeah. make it. <laughs> we all, there's also a Culver's in Jesus' name. <laughs> I am, I'm more of a Culver's fan. But it's fine. Um, we have to learn to be content in whatever season we're in. There's a saying that says, if you can't learn to be happy right now in your situation, you're never going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, break it to you. <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know why I said it like they that. say in Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Uh, I could, I'm not going to continue So many accent. accents today. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> uh, but you have to be content in any situation you find yourself in. You yeah. just have to, you have to find a way uh, to learn how to be content. But that's really not something we talk about in mm. our like culture. Yeah. <laughs> or because no. we're always looking for something bigger, better, oh, faster, stronger. Dude, the better the Is that a song? I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Faster, better, stronger. <laughs> yes. Like a and that is not a worship song. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. No, it is definitely not. Uh but contentedness, it's the key. So I don't know. You you guys tell me how how have you Strive to be more content. I think this is the one time we can use the word strive. Like I under I underlined it in our notes. I was like, oh, she strive. <laughs> um, I probably just took it out of the book. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, how how can we try to be more content? Because I do think this takes a, a trying. <laughs> yeah. Because we had gotta like break our flesh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the flesh is just greedy, selfish, wants more, more Stanleys. Right. <laughs> How to be content with one Stanley? That's the real question. You'll never convince me it's not going to change my life. (laughs) Uh, So how are we more content? Yeah. We seek satisfaction in the things that we have right now. Oh, girl. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We stay away from or refrain from envy Mm. of the people that are around us. I mean, what do we say here? Comparison is the great crippler, yeah. right? Like we have to train our brain to not look at people through an envious lens. And we have to stay humble. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, okay. Unpack that. Stay humble. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't flip it around and get so prideful that we deserve all of the things. Like we 
We deserve to have the best house. We worked so hard. We deserve to have the best mm. car. That's not how it works in the kingdom of God. Yeah. And there are days, if I'm totally honest, where I'm like, I don't deserve anything. Yeah. Like we really deserve nothing. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to tell yourself that. Actually, you don't deserve anything. So <laughs> be content. Mm-hmm. With what you have. Because again, this is not, it doesn't come down to works. It doesn't come down to, uh, you know, how faithful you are. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. No. Salvation was a gift of God. Yes. It's his grace. That's that's what you get. It's not what you deserved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, it's like every now and then doing like the inventory of your life. Mm. Like, what do I have? What have I prayed for in the past that I That's have good. right now? That's so good. I almost just threw my paper at you. <laughs> so good. But how, okay. <clears throat> so are you journaling? Yeah. How are you remembering these things? I do journal. I have um, a journal a year. So good. I don't fill them up though. It's like some months I'm like writing all the days and then I lose it for a few months and then, you know, I, <laughs> I find it again it. and I write. Yeah. And But like at the end of the year, that one's done. Yeah. It's on the shelf. But um, we fast at the beginning of every year and I love to pull back my books mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it starts, it starts in January. That's when my journals start. <laughs> yeah. So I find yeah. like, what was I fasting for? How many of those things actually happened? How many of those things are we living in right now? I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start doing that, a journal a year. Having a reference point, because Mm -hmm. how many blessings do you receive from God and you're like, like you don't even count it as something that you have been hoping and praying for because you're on to the next thing already. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. Right. There's those times where you're just like, Lord, please keep the sickness out of this house for this week, Lord. We need to get through. We've got event. Like, Lord, keep us healthy. And he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you do. And then you're like, cool, thanks, bye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? That was a blessing for you. Write that down and, and like meditate on those things. And- and just appreciate like how much he loves you yeah. and how willing he is to bless you. But uh, if you don't ask, you don't have. Yeah. Mm, that's a good place to start mm-hmm. too. When you're feeling that like discontent yeah. of, um, you know, oh, why doesn't any of this, wouldn't that be nice? When you find yourself saying that, <laughs> I catch myself. Oof, I'm like, Megan, don't even. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Must be nice. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's a that's trigger. The, that's the one, right? Yeah. Where it's like, ah, oh, don't even. Let that come out of your mouth. Don't even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's that. That sums up that. <laughs> Done. Gavel. <laughs> Contentedness. Got it. Case closed. Uh, case closed. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but I also wrote down here, is God our task master? Mm. Like, do we give him little mm. things for us to do? Oh, I've got a, you know, like a honey-do list, like <laughs> yeah. a Jesus-do list. <laughs> when do you have time? <laughs> uh, what kind of, what do you like put on there? I mean- you know, what What are some of the things that you expect God to do for you? Mm, expect. Yeah, that's a big word. That's a big word. Um, I mean, I think I've learned not to expect anything. There's things I want. Yeah. You know, it's like he gives gifts, right? Like what are those? 
What does that look like? Like, what do I want in my life? I think it changes all the time. It changes in the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how we've been talking about purposes. I think we forget that purposes change all the time. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know my purpose has changed many times. And I don't think, like, what I'm in now is going to be my purpose forever. Wow. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's changing. And as you grow, you expect less. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think on, like, a subconscious level, I probably have, like, an expectation list for God. Um, not that I've ever said it out loud, but here I am going to say it out loud. Don't do you. it. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as I grow closer to God— um, and as my relationship strengthens with mm-hmm. him, you expect other things to fall into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, I expect my marriage to be 100. Mm-hmm. I expect my kids to be well-behaved because I'm doing all this hard work for you, God. Mm-hmm. I would expect that you would bless me with this in return. But newsflash, mm. that's not... It's not how it works. Right. But so like I said, it's not like something where I'm like communicating that like with my husband, like, well, we cannot argue because I am close to God. Right. Um, but I think it's like just this subconscious level of like, because there's disappointment when those things mm-hmm. aren't mm. at that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I think there's like a way you have to reframe it. Like you you pray for the better marriage and you expect the better marriage. Mm-hmm. But um, reframing it to be like, I want to draw closer to God and I want my husband to draw closer to God. Yeah. And that in turn will strengthen your marriage. So good. So yeah, just like reframing, like, like instead of I want a better marriage, it's like I want me and my husband to hear more from God. Yeah, like to listen. Work in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes I have to pray that I can love my husband like God loves my husband. Oh my gosh, I literally do that sometimes when I'm so cranky with him. I'm like, please God, just give me a softer heart towards my husband because right now I want to strangle him. Uh However you're loving him, Jesus, send me some of that. (laughs) Nate it. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's when you know. That's when you know know you've been married like three years. You know, it's like around that point where... How long like, have you been married, Megan? Um, we'll be six this summer. Okay. So yeah, you know, you get to that, you get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like the first year is like great. Well, it isn't, it isn't, right? You're learning how to fight, but it's still kind of like fun because you're just like so in love. And then it's like, it's like, no, you stop. Yeah, no, you stop. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate you. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we never say that. Um, but you know, you yeah, yeah. There's seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe you're in one of those those marriage seasons of. Uh, why is everything so hard? It's <laughs> a great. No words, just a sound. Uh, yeah, like sometimes things just feel so hard, and yeah. mm-hmm. it's again, you're maybe you're just focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. And I definitely can do that, where I throw the problem into the center of the room, and I'm like, "Look at it, God! Look at it! It's right here. This is the problem, mm-hmm. and I need you to fix it." Yeah. And he's just like, okay, great. But what about you and me? Yeah, first I need to do mm-hmm. this, 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 yeah. You're like, this, no, this, I this. know you can snap your fingers and fix yeah. that. Yeah. And it, it, right. And so, and we're kind of talking about one thing. The other side of this would be walking in your authority uh, to claim some of those things in his name because we do have that 
that power. Yeah. So, but, but if your heart isn't right, that's, this is what we're talking about. If your heart's not right, if you're in kind of that, that waiting season, if you are being discontent, mm-hmm. um, and there's things that God's like, no, I'm trying to straighten you out on some of this stuff, yeah. but you're just like, no, I want you to fix all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. God's like, no, <laughs> I just feel be like, obedient to me yeah, and be, do right. what I'm yeah. telling you to do. Like yeah. it's the difference between fixing the problem on the table or fixing your problem in, in your heart. Yeah. Cause like, the more you fix your heart, the less problems you'll have on the table. Ew. So good. So good. Yeah. And um, she gives a couple of things to do in the waiting. One of them being like we had talked about before, worship through the pain, worship in the waiting. Mm-hmm. Because she wrote this and I was just like, this is so good. The enemy's kryptonite is when we worship God through adversity instead of complaining and whining. That's so mm. good. And it's so hard, yeah, but so good, yeah. And it just shifts the the atmosphere, and you do literally shift the the spiritual realm when you choose to worship instead of complain, yeah. And you feel that I can at least uh, I'll feel this like pressure almost of like where you know, where my flesh wants to lead me into. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just feels like that would feel like such a relief to just do that thing. But I'm going to choose to do the hard thing right now, which is, no, I'm going to put on a worship song and I'm going to pray and dig in. And the relief and uh, the breaking of resistance that comes from that is so much better yeah. than what would have been me probably like turning on Netflix and trying to pretend life doesn't mm-hmm. exist, right? Yeah. Um, so that's one one way to dig in. Uh, another, read the word, get to know God, listen to and obey the Holy Spirit. And I love that because mm-hmm. uh, she says, listen and obey. And I've taken that in our house. Me too. Really? Yeah. I literally have told my kids like for the last <laughs> month, like you need to listen and obey me. Listen and obey. Mm. I am the authority in this house. You need to listen and obey. Yep. Love my that. kids are like, what? What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I like say it to my son. I'm like, listen and, and he goes, I'm in You know, he's like trying to say <laughs> yes. it, but it's just like, <laughs> like yes, good job. Listen yeah, and that obey. That was such good advice from her. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Because the the reason that she goes on to tell um, us why she is instilling that in her children at a young age is because then they'll be a first time responder to the Holy Spirit. Mm. So good. So it's not going to be like, what are you talking about, Holy Spirit? No, they're going to listen yeah. and immediately obey. That's good. And that's what we want to train up our children oh, to do. Gosh. How many times do you hear something? You're like, was that, was that you? Yeah. I'll pray on that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're like, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I for sure have struggled with this too, because sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that was or wasn't, but it, when it's the, when it's the mm. thing that just comes into your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like the, you just know in that split second, like I should do this usually that thing. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, and yeah. You, are you truly feeling confusion or are you trying to talk yourself out of it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's good. That is good. And a lot of, you know, we think like, oh, I just put that thought in my head. It's like, eh, I'm not really that creative. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Man, like, that's not merely my vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're just like, no, if I put it in my head, it'd be like, I'm on Starbucks today. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. stuff and like that. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, it's okay. <laughs> God's like, give that 10 bucks to uh-huh. so-and-so who had a hard day. You're yeah. like, no, I don't think I heard that right. Yeah. I think I heard him say venti. I think he said, treat yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> treat yourself. 
So that's why we started saying listen and obey. So mm. listen to and obey the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's it's harder. <laughs> it's harder and it's easier yeah. than it sounds. Yeah. It's easy because you just need to do it. And it's harder because you're going to have to wrestle some some stuff. So maybe you are in this wilderness and maybe you are being told. You have, let's put it this way. You have been told what to do. You're probably just walking around that tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you need to stop walking in the resistance and start walking step in step mm. with God. So good. Oh, so good. That was like, yes. Uh, we just posted something today and you said, I got to read it. Uh, Pastor Dallas had this to say about uh, how to stay in step with the Holy Spirit. One, seek first the kingdom. Two, Go, go to God's word and go to prayer consistently. Three, show, show the fruits of the spirit and learn to walk in them, uh, which is challenging, Mm -hmm. by the way. You know, love, peace, joy, Mm -hmm. kindness, all those things, self-control, et cetera. So you're gonna find yourself being challenged consistently. Uh, And then four is grow, grow in obedience. Do you surrender when he asks you to do something or are you resistant? Ask him to soften your heart and begin to walk in trust. Obey what he tells you to do Mm. and think. So we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Honestly, sometimes it makes my life easier. Like I get, when I have to make a decision, like do you ever get decision paralysis? Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, like my husband and I will be at the grocery store and I'll be standing in front of like all the different kinds of cereal. (laughs) And I'm like, I literally don't know. (laughs) I literally don't know. (laughs) Just pick one. But there's so much riding on this one decision. It's so true. I definitely get decision paralysis. But to like have that pressure taken off of you, it'd be like, sometimes you're like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Like that's literally our only responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it means. Um, when I am weak, then you are strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I finally am weak to my own will, mm-hmm. that's when I see your will. I see your strength. I see your power. Yeah. That's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Like I was in that that weakness. Yeah. And um, where not only can I not do anything, but I don't even know what to think, what to pray, what like. Lord, just work in me because I need to like just remove myself. Like I'm not even in my body right now. Mm-hmm. Just just tell me what to do. Yeah. If you've conditioned yourself to to listen and obey, you'll know what to do. Yeah. Like he's going to tell you. He's going to talk to you. He already is talking to you. I think um, yeah. a lot of people struggle with like, I don't hear from God. Mm. Yeah. Are you making space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, when you start listening, you're like, oh, mm. he's been, been saying that for yeah. a real long time. Yeah. yeah, And I just haven't placed that voice or yeah. listened or, yeah, because he's not going to yell it. Yes, so good. Um, but yeah, I, I talk about this a lot. I'm reading numbers right now. <laughs> it's been like say three that. months. She's like, <laughs> and I'm reading numbers. So <laughs> but yeah, very insightful. <laughs> they're, they're wandering in the wilderness yeah. and God shows up as a cloud and their job is to follow the cloud. Yeah. When the cloud moves, they pack up and move. And when the cloud stops, they stop. Mm-hmm. That's their only responsibility. To move when God moves yeah. and stay when God stays. But can you imagine how many of them were like, I just set my tent up. <laughs> like, I'm right. not moving Sorry. again. Yeah. 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 Like, are we sure God's that cloud? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, who sure did he say we? that to? Yeah. Moses? He told Moses that? Yeah. Have like, you seen Moses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? 
Yeah. Uh, they were people like we're people. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I, <laughs> you I, know. Uh-huh, yeah. It's easy to read those stories and just be like, well, that was so much different. Like, but you like, morons, yes. <laughs> what are you doing? And then you like place something in your life over top of it and you're like, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I was do that. doubting that cloud was Jesus <laughs> or yeah. I was doubting, yeah. you know, or you, you remember like there's sweetness in your slavery. Yeah. There's, it's, there's comfort in your slavery. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I'll just go back to that. Right. Because I don't know, how much longer am I going to be following this cloud? Where's this cloud even going? <laughs> mm, that's good. I had that kind of written on here somewhere. Are you resistant to change? Because God will bring you through seasons of change for your benefit and for your freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're that kind of person where I don't, I don't, I don't do well with change. If you, you know, catch these things coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I talked about this too last time. Pastor Alex Seeley said, write down literally things that come out of your mm-hmm. mouth. Just journal them. You know, things that you said that day. Yeah. And just look through it because you're telling, you're telling your scripts. You're telling your yeah. story. You're telling like, like who you are mm-hmm. out of your words. Yeah. yeah. There's this story at the very end of Numbers where um, they're almost to the promised land. All they have to do is cross the river. And there's this tribe that had all this livestock. And they're like, you guys, like this land right here will hold all of our livestock. Like, we'll just stay here. You guys go to the promised land. Mm. And they stayed there. Mm. Like they were so (laughs) close to the promised land. And they're like, but we have all this livestock. We just like, this is is a good place for our livestock. Like not trusting that God, like, it was like, oh yeah, they have they have livestock. I forgot to prepare a place for the cattle. Right. Like, gosh, think of the place that God had prepared for yeah. them yeah. and their livestock. And they camped out right on the edge of their promised land because yeah. it was good enough. It's good enough. I've been here long enough. This will sustain me. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it will. Might, yeah. yeah. You'll live. You'll be right. fine. But yeah. gosh, what does God have in store? Yeah. The next, the next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pray on that this week. And uh, it takes submission and surrender. And those are two words that it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what does that even mean? And yeah. no, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, because when we surrender, it just, it's all of us. It's our body. It's our mind. It's our heart. It's our will. Uh, and it, it does, it takes everything to surrender to him. Yeah. If you're in this seating of season of waiting and you can't quite find the strength to do the things that we've listed off, the read your word, get to know God, listen and obey. It's okay to be in a season where you mourn. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be in a season where you just cry, yeah. where you cry out to God. Um, she uses examples in the book of Job cried out yeah. to God. David yeah. cried out to God. And it's okay to be in a season of that too. Yeah. But don't live there. Yes. Don't don't set up your tent there. Mm-hmm. There's more waiting for you. Yeah. Um, but if that's all that you can bear to do, that's okay too. There's a, a psalm that she referenced in the book. And actually, I never heard this psalm before. There's so many There's a psalms. lot of them. Um, but it's Psalm 56, verse 8. You keep track of my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. Mm -hmm. You have recorded each one in your book. Mm -hmm. 
Kyle's got a big bottle for me. (laughs) For real. He's got a whole ocean for me, especially the last 72 hours. Yeah. But just like finding comfort in knowing that your your tears, you're calling out to God, Mm -hmm. it's not wasteful in your waiting season. Yeah. Like he hears you Mm -hmm. and he wants to comfort you, but you have to move through that season into those other things, into reading your word, into really getting a deep relationship with God. So you can lean on him and move forward through your waiting and your wandering. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because um, I was like, oh, that was me last week. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't, I could hardly like lift my head, Yeah, you know? And it was just a time of like, I just need to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I need to come to church on Sunday and just cry. And I don't even really remember what Pastor Dallas talked about, but I just like needed to like just be here, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, that could be you. And it's not like over, but it's getting better. Yeah. And um, yeah, I kind of realized that like, nope, I just need to be here for right now. Yeah. I just need to like cry until the tears stop coming. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you have permission to do that. Yeah. There's this part when they're in the wilderness and everybody's whining to Moses. Um And Moses goes to God and says, why are you treating me like this? If this is how you're going to treat me, go ahead and kill me. And I expected the next sentence to be like, and then lightning came out of the sky and killed (laughs) Moses. But he brought him help. Yeah. He he brought him 70 helpers. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) You have not because you ask not. Yeah. You need to call out to God. Yeah. 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 In your distress, in your, he already knows. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. He wants you to tell him. Yeah. Because he wants to be near to you, but he's gentle. Mm-hmm. And you have to invite him in. Yeah. He doesn't just show up. Yeah. He doesn't force himself upon you. No. Yeah. That's so good. And so stay in that place of surrender. Mm-hmm. Stay in that place of submission to his will. It's going to be messy. It's going to be, there will be tears. Uh, there's a season and a time for everything. Yep. Time to mourn. And a time for dancing, like hmm. like Jessica wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes you come into worship and you're like, this is amazing. I love Jesus. I'm just feeling it today. And sometimes, uh, I forget who uh, Rabbi Matt said, sometimes all you have is just a broken hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, Jesus, get the bottle ready. Yeah. Here come <laughs> the tears. tears. <laughs> Write <Yeah>. them down. <laughs> Remember all these, Okay. <laughs> And he does, guys. He yeah. just, he mm-hmm. loves us so much. He loves us so much on, on such another level. And no matter what's happening, he's going to work it for good. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always seem that way. It doesn't always feel that way. But God is so much bigger than our problems, than our situations, than our wilderness. And when we start to turn our eyes to him, to look up to him, it gives us that 30,000 feet of, okay, this is this is what's going on. And we can get on board with his plan and, and start to step into the next thing, the new thing. Yeah. He's always doing a new thing. Mm. Yeah. He's just waiting and asking you to to come and to be a part of it. So... That's our wish for you. That's the good part. Is that the that good part? Is the good part. <laughs> Come on board with Jesus. So, anyways, thanks, ladies. This was a really fun. This was a fun podcast. I had a lot of fun. So, Pastor Jessica, you'll be invited back. That's Yay. all I gotta say. <laughs> 
All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to uh, download, subscribe. I don't even know, honestly, how podcasts work. <laughs> I think you download it. <laughs> Do it. Just it, listen. It helps us listen, share. We love you. Bye.